Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It's the 19th of July. It's just gone 20 to 10 here on the top floor of RF Towers. We're nearly finishing up with the county club leagues. We've two more rounds left. We uh, we had round five just after last weekend and straight into it again with round six and round seven the week after. So we're, we're finishing up the leagues very quickly here in Mayo. The Mayo ladies... Um, lost to Kerry the weekend in Crow Park had a ridiculous time for a game at 2 or 3 during the afternoon on a Saturday and uh, what else is going on I suppose the talk with the Mayo manager I've Enda Mack with me Enda we still don't have a manager the ladies are out the minors are finished um, the club league is flying along the county players are filtering back bit by bit some big names gone back training with certain clubs. I know in East Mayo there's a lot of talk that Andy Moore is back with Balladrine or at least he trained with them there one of the nights. So that's the talk uh, around around East Mayo. And uh, what's the what's the outlook look, looking like in Mayo at the moment? Uh, I'm just thinking, Riff, when you were talking about the ladies being beaten, is all inter-county teams finished now for the year? Barrett or Mayo? Yeah. Well, yeah, minors finished, under twenties is finished, ladies are finished, seniors are finished. Um, the academies are still going on. There's still underage games going on. Oh, but, academies, uh, yeah. but of the, we'll say of the representative teams. Yeah. It, it it has been a poor year when you look at it. Am I right in saying that in football, the minors were the only one to win a Connacht title? Um. Yes. In the ladies, their under fourteen team would only want to win a Connacht title. Yeah, and I think the the under sixteen is going to be or something, the one something like that. Yeah, but they're not an A. No. Yeah, no. it hasn't been the most successful year in the playing fields for county teams, ref. No, it hasn't. It's it no. you know, yeah. if you look at if you look at the you know we had it we had a good run with the minors. Under twenties was a disaster. Um, but who was saying if they hadn't got over that that hiccup in Sligo, they might have kicked on and got to a semi final? Probably would have got to a final. Yeah, um, it's a hard. It, it you know the fine margins when you're when you're judging these things by yeah. by trophies. Well, I, not being critical, but just looking back, and I'd say we've had more successful years on the playing fields. Probably have, yeah. yeah. Um, the big talk ref is the. Mayo manager, there's not much interest in league football at the moment, so it's the Mayo manager. There's as much interest in what's going on in Chicago as there is in what's going <laughs> on here, I think. And maybe more interest in what's going on in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I watched the stream myself the other night. Paul Towie uh, shot the lights out. We'll come to that later. The Mayo manager, maybe, Ref. Um, as yeah. far as I know, there's only one person that has said that they're looking for the job. And that's Tim O'Leary. I think he has put forward his name. No one else has shown their hand as of this stage, but there sure is a lot of talk about people that are going to be going for the job. Yeah, I think it was in the Connacht or the Western. Ray Dempsey is, is going to put his name forward for the for the for the Mayo job. Yeah, don't think now, he has as of yet. No, me. no, but I'm sure he's probably yeah. just probably finalising his backroom team backroom or whatever else. Um, talks of Paul Galvin being with Ray Dempsey. I don't know. That's we're, this is all uh, moving about in the dark, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of talk of that, and there's yeah. every morning or every 
every week there's there's different Peter Kane is another name that was mentioned yeah, uh, rumours yeah. that uh, Mayo every correspondent him. told me that Peter Kane had spoken to Mayo uh, but another Kerry correspondent told me that Peter Kane may be looking for a job within Kerry there's a vacancy with the Kerry on the 20 team yeah so he has had a good record in the past with underage teams but Jackson O'Sullivan left the under 20 job so um, it it may suit both parties that Peter Kane would be interested in the Mayo job. It might get Kerry thinking that they could lose him, and it might let Mayo people think that uh, we're looking outside the county for a manager. It shows you the it shows you the the effort and caliber they're wanting to put into the under twenty job in Kerry too. Doesn't yeah. it that they're looking at a former senior manager to come straight back in? Well, I don't know. Are they looking or is he looking, Ref? That's yeah. the, you know yeah. what I mean? But uh, even still, even still, the fact he is looking says an awful yeah. lot. You know, like, would you? I don't think you'd probably get that in Mayo uh, or a lot of other counties where a senior manager in, in recent years would go back to the playing with under or playing managing the under 20 team. But that just shows you them how mad they are for football in Kerry. I'd be delighted to see James Horan taking over on the 20 team, actually. Is it? I, I think he needs to be utilized somewhere in Mayo football, maybe director of academies or something like that. Uh, because as I always said, he had a lot of very good points. Yeah. Organisationally, especially. Um, yeah. Other names then that are out there in the eater. Um, there is talk that Stephen Rutchford is putting together a backroom team uh, with maybe... Donny Buckley, Morris Horan. I don't know, Ref, again. You'd, hear, you'd, you'd, read it, you'd read it in the Mail News if it was. Yeah, I don't think there was anything about it in the Mail News this week, Ref. Um, <laughs> other names that I've, I've heard, Morris Shorten has been linked with the job. John Mohan has been linked with the job. You have um, to mention Solon. Uh, that's because I think Solon, Michael Solon's going to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's obviously the bookie favourite to his uh, plunge early on I, I heard you were spotted going out of a betting establishment you got the inside track and you're straight in with the big water ref the big water car the big water 50s I'd always carry around you had, you had the inside track on it so uh, Michael is the preemptive favourite but normally with these jobs someone comes with a late run someone you're, you don't see coming is there so, anyone out there now? We, we, I think we've exhausted all avenues in terms of trying to pick out a candidate that we we'd like to see running. Like Kevin McStay is another fella. Uh, yeah. Mahan. There's uh, a, uh, to me, to me, for me anyway, it's Solon or Dempsey. That's going to be the. That's going to be one of the two. Um, we have a habit of going back to previous managers in this county. We went back to John O'Mahony. We went back to John Mohan. We went back to James Horan. So, will we go back to another ex-manager? That is the question. Yeah. Hard no. That would be Stephen Rochford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's if he puts his name in. Any word uh, from Donegal if he's staying on or not? I was in Donegal today in the hometown of the current manager 
speaking to a shopkeeper and he felt that they'd move on the management team but i don't know had he any inside track he just that was the vibes he was getting that there'd be a change in Declan Bonner's occupation. Do you know what it is? Well, this is off my Wikipedia. I just ended, somehow randomly ended up on his Wikipedia page. No. Uh, it's, down, it's down on, on, on Wikipedia as a wine merchant. Oh, yeah, that could be. Uh... Is that is that the most interesting job for an inter-county manager out there? It was an unusual one, a wine merchant. We've had TDs, teachers, um, bank officials, civil servants. Is there any occupation you think that's suited for inter-county management? Teacher. Especially, especially in Mayo. Peacekeeper, peacekeeper with the UN. <laughs> they may have been needed at certain times. But time is the, the big one. Like It is a huge task. The full-time job. Well, maybe not just forty hours a week, but then it is. You might, you might be working. You mightn't be working nine to five, but you're working other hours to make up the forty hours. Ref, a hundred percent is forty. Yeah. It's at least yeah. but slobbering, and even if you get twenty people on there, you're still managing that twenty people. And, and like the amount of video analysis, I even seen myself at club level, at a very low club level, the amount of time that managers put into preparing for matches with video analysis organizing i suppose at mayo level it's a little bit different where you will have a logistics person and a liaison person to help you with it but nearly every decision will go through the manager yeah well, so it's, it's a hugely time-consuming job and i'd hope the new mayo manager would be in place in time for the mayo club championship and that he'd be able to go out and see games outside of the Brafie, Ballantubber, Castlebar area and maybe go to a few grounds further away and have a look at players. I believe there's players out there that should be looked at. And if the manager's in place with his backroom team, that they can go out and look at games. Yeah, I think it, we're moving away from the Ballantubber, Castlebar, um, Brafie, Triangle, and we're going to be going Ballina, not more, Belmullet. It looks that way, you know. There seems to be a kick in Ballina now. There's a lot. They have a big squad. Um, if they can get it right, I think they'll be, they'll be. Um, they lost seri- a big cog during the week, ref. They lost Tracy. Yeah, Kieran's. I don't think I don't think he's that much of a loss. Them, I'll be honest with you, because he hasn't done much for them the last few years. I, you know. And they have players to replace them. Evan Regan's a bigger loss, but he'll be back for championship. He'll be back for championship, yeah. Um, I'm afraid to say I have given up on my pipe dream of Jim McGuinness. I just don't see the county board going looking for Jim McGuinness. And someone will have to go. If you want an outside manager, Jim Gavin, a Jim McGuinness, Eamon Fitzmaurice, someone of that calibre, you have to head on them. You do. There only two... Only two outside managers have ever won the All-Ireland. That's an yeah. important fact. But we've had a lot of both outside and inside managers since 1951, Ref, so... Have we? Yeah, I'm sure we have if you look back on it. How many outside ones would we have had? Jack O'Shea. Is it Jack O'Shea that was manager? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I Genuinely, my knowledge of the history... I'm of trying to think now since... 
in recent years. I suppose we have. Is, we have a doubt. John O'Mahony counted because he lives in Ballinger. Uh, no, he played. <laughs> no, John was not. But uh, I suppose we've had more outside influence than managers. As in, like coaches and coaches. Yeah, we haven't had that many outside managers when you think back on it. Yeah, we haven't. Maybe we worth. See, even if you do get the outside manager, he's still going to have his backroom. Most of the backroom team is going to be Mayo people. I think it's important that they are that they have a knowledge of the club scene, Riff. The club, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not agreeing in that one. I like, I think it's fucking well scoped. It's well fucking scoped now at this stage. And if someone shows their head above the water, there's so many lunatics in Mayo. These people are are spotted and identified nearly immediately, probably a year or two too soon to be called into the senior panel. I, uh, I still think there's. Uh... Not a nice term, but Deadwood. There's people in the panel that have been there for years, and I think there's better players. There is, but you go with the box if you want. And that you know, a lot of these, a lot of managers will probably see. Look, this fella's tried and tested. He's we're probably not going to use him, but he's handy. He'd come in. He's an inter-county experience. He's good enough for A versus B games. I'm not. I won't have time to develop this fella over the next three or four years. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we won't solve it. It'll be interesting to follow. I'm sure there'll be plenty of leaks and there'll be plenty of names and the betting will change three or four times before eventually Michael Sullivan becomes manager. I haven't checked the betting lately. Me or manager, so I'll check it now. Yeah, club games the weekend then. Where you gone anywhere? I was at uh, Gary Moore versus Clem Morris. Very good win for Clem Morris. Very, very disappointing display from Gary Moore. Kicked yeah. 10 wides in the first half. Um, Clamoris set up very, very defensively. Did eight or nine back at all times and tried to transition quickly. A day to forget for Gary Moore, goalkeeper Brian Linsky. Two mistakes, in my view, led to goals. Um, Clamoris Park Cummins got two goals, one great finish. Jim Shocknessy got five points, three frees. I've seen Shocks better than he was the weekend. He wasn't as sharp as normal at this time of the year, but I suppose championship is a bit off. Um, they had to win that game, and Gary Moore didn't. I think it's yeah. important to win. Yeah, uh, Gary Moore scored one twelve, was three seven to one twelve. Clamoris were nine points up at ten minutes into the second half, and Gary Moore came back to a point. Darren Quinn, outstanding for Gary Moore for points from play. He's one of the players that I'd be having a look at if I was uh, looking at lads to bring into a county panel. Huge boot, former minor centre forward, has a lot of ability. Six foot, two feet. Um, interesting, bring him into the environment, have a look. Uh, for Tamaris, Colin Gill was very good at full forward, scored 1-1. One, one. Um, uh, what you call him was missing. Uh, Diskin was miss, missing. Connor Diskin. Uh, the tragedy in the Neil. Um, James McCormick, midfield, was pretty good. Um, James Stratton, as usual, pretty good. David Riley came on and played very well. For Gary Moore, out from Darren Quinn, not too many of them performed that well. I thought Keelan Crow played well when he came on. But uh, yeah, um, Clamaris just about deserved their win. Uh, neither team really impressed me, Ref. Okay. 
Um, other games then, the big game of the night was the local derby. Um, Ballina and Knockmore. Uh, this finished in a draw, 114 apiece. Knockmore, a good bit stronger than they were in the previous match against Gary Moore. Uh, they had Kevin McLaughlin back and the Aidan Orm back. So two fair additions for them. Ballina, um, yeah, I'd say Ballina were only short two or three of what I would think would be on their championship team. Frank Irwin played very well. I'm told he scored 1-1. Mark Baran, a new name for me, got three points. Uh, Connor McStay and Keith Ty got two each. Sean Regan was also back. Jack Irwin was back. Pora Gohora. Uh, for Knockmore, Peter Nyokton got one five. Aidan Norm scored four points. Liam Dorkin got two. Um, my power rankings, not yours, Ref. They're the top two in the county at the minute. I think the county champions will come out of that game. Yeah, me too. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Bad and not more for me. Yeah. Just uh, the, look, when you look back at trends and you see it, it's the yeah. neighbour. Neighbours always kick each other on. Yeah. Um, Amor, 4-9. Balahadrin, 4-7. Uh, plenty of goals in this game. Um, Amor going really well. Top of the table. Top of the table, yeah. Uh, Ross Egan with 2-2. Darren Duffy with 1-2. Michael McNeve with a goal. Uh, for Bala, Cuba chipped in with 2-3. Patrick Callan and Adam Phillips got a uh, goal each. Um, Bala are beginning to get an odd couple of players back. Seamus Kniff was back for this game. Owen Jordan was back. Sheroz Akram was back. Um, Bala uh, against Charlestown now will be, it'll be, a, be a dinger. It'll be, um, it'll be tasty, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bala uh, struggling on the table, but if they get a few more players back or to get Key and Hanley and if Andy comes back as well, um dangerous team to get in the relegation playoff. Yeah. Um Paul Leiden refereed that match. Uh Ballantubber beat Ballonrobe two eleven to two seven. Um Ballantubber, Kieran Gavin scored one two. Josh Mahan got a goal, Noel Garrity got three points. Jermot O'Connor back, scored two points. And Hugh, and Alan Plunkett got two for Ballonrobe. Keon O'Connell, following a good run with on the 20s, got four points. Ryan Corcoran and Liam Bork got a goal. Uh, Evan O'Brien got two frees. So that's uh, Ballantubber's first win. So another team that would want to be avoided in the relegation. We talked the last day, Ref, about... Um, the way the leagues are going to be ending up, from from my information, it's going to be quarterfinals to decide. It is, yeah. Mayo yeah. GA tweeted, uh, yeah. tweeted that there's going to be quarterfinals, and then there's so the top four go into quarterfinals from 1A, 1B, and the bottom two from each group go into a playoff final for relegation. And I think the losers of each one of them relegation matches are automatically relegated. Is that correct, Ref? Yeah. Yeah, and if you're in the top two, down. if you're in the top two, you um you get a home quarter final. Okay, um, just a game in Division Two, your own club ref for Shul. Uh, the last fifteen minutes, uh, big change around Borishul. Five up were they? Five up with Jason Doherty in outstanding form. 
and uh, Hollymount moved um, Stephen Cohen on to him and it, it sort of curbed his influence a bit. Um, Dylan Morris got two goals near the end. Darren Cohen, quiet day for Darren, only the eight points. <laughs> uh, four frees, four from play. Connor Heenan, two points. For Burrish, uh, Jason Doherty, six points, four frees. John Salmon, one, two. Paddy Mulcrone, a goal. Alan Ryder, two points. Um, Paddy Mulcrone, a central forward. Yeah. Um, Hollymount. It was a big game because uh, the loser struggling probably now to make the quarterfinals in Division 2. Yeah. Uh, huge win for Kilmaine against Cross Malina. I have to say, I didn't see that coming uh, with uh, John Cross Mullen and Ocean missing. Yeah, Cross Malina though, I think we're missing like, I don't know, was it 11 or 12 of their team that played championship last year? Yeah. Um, Adam Barrett, uh, one of the best free takers in the county, without doubt, chipped in with 10 points, five frees. Tomas Fahey, 2 2. Kevin Mullen, 1 2. Kevin Mullen is developing at a rate of knots and not a, that dissimilar trajectory to Ushin. Yeah. Every time I see him, he's getting better and better. He's How old is he, Enda? He's just out of minor. Oh. And he's getting stronger and he has the Ushin look about him. He has pace. Um, he'll be an interesting watch for the next year or two. Does he improve? He'll hardly improve to the level of Oshin, but uh, if he improves most of the way, he's going to be a fair detail. Yeah. Um, Cahill Murphy got a goal. Michael Hessian, two points. Um, Crossmalina, Owen Murphy kicked six frees. Derek Hegarty, Cahill Carlin and Tommy Loftus all chipped in with scores as well. So um, Kilmaine look like they're going to make a serious bid for this intermediate championship ref. But then there's five or six clubs you could say that about. Yeah, and you have to look at the week and cross the line team too. But look, yeah. it, it, it's a... no. But well, just with the players that are missing, there's a huge score. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you your power rankings handy, ref? I do have them here. Yeah. Uh, I have Park one, my Davids two, Kilmaine three, and Hollymount four. She's the four very good teams. Like it wouldn't surprise you if any one of them four. Some, and you could put another four underneath that. That, were, yeah. that just got bet the weekend, like Lewisburg yeah. losing up in Charlestown. Do you know? Like it's it, it's moving every week. Like it's shifting. Like that. that uh, it's a brilliant enough. championship. That intermediate ref. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it is. Uh, quality. It, yeah. it 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 it'd be one for a league system, wouldn't it? Yeah, the senior championship. Then have your rankings? Or I senior? do. Ballina number one, Ahamore two, Belmullet three, and Ball four. So I took not more out because they lost the last the game before, and then they drew with Ballina. So I put Ballina top and Ahamore second because Ahamore top of the league and they're flying. Belmullet, you know they're coming out of Division two, but Michael Wells Senior Cup, um, going awful well in the league, county finalists last year. They just get a little twist to get put them up there again for another couple of weeks. And then Ball are flying in, in, in Division 2B or 2A, I'm not sure which. Did you change your uh, selection committee, Ref? Because you have broke your own rule, I notice. What's my own rule? Not putting Brafey into it? Yeah. Yeah. I know, I just said, you know what, I can't be... It's, uh, I, I was only messed, it's not actually a rule, but I just okay. like <laughs> to shake it up. 
Yeah. Just I know, but a brave bet Kilchmar three twelve to ten points the weekend, but Kilchmar missing a few players and Brafey are expected to win that game. Castlebar Mitchell three fourteen, Kiltane nine points. Uh, a draw between Westport and Mayo Gales in Westport. Westport two ten, Mayo Gales one thirteen. Ref result for Mayo Gales, ref. Yeah, huge one because I think they had a draw already, hadn't they? Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, there's no talk about Castlebar, but they're moving along nicely, winning most weeks to go out. They were. That game was played Saturday morning. Mm. McCoy didn't realise it was being moved. Caught a lot of people on the hop, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Castlebar moving well. Mm. I was watching them training there one night. They were down a few players, but I heard that they, they had the subs out running now. That's the thing. i seen Westport. I would watch Westport, Ballon Robe. They had the subs out doing the runs afterwards. Um, it's part and parcel of it now, I suppose. If you're getting, if you're not getting game times, and there's 15 lads on the ahead of you getting game, you know, you need to, you need to keep that fitness up. And be uh, hard now. Turned to a lot Teams now getting games as well, ref. Well, the Westport had a great power box on the sideline doing the runs, okay. but I suppose they have a second and third team. Yeah. What about the junior power rankings? Did you do them this week, ref? I did surely. Yeah, I'll get them up now. Are they number one? Are they flying? Definitely lost in the league. Um, Kilcommon number two. Kilcommon tipping away. Didn't play this weekend, but still, I still think they're just they need to be up there. They're they're, they're one of the better teams in it. Swinford third and Kalala fourth. Swinford hockey dust the weekend. Swinford beating the top of the table team. Here you go. Yeah, and, and beating you comprehensively. Yeah. Um, yeah. Swinford, and Kalala fourth. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that game, that'll be a good game. Swinford and Kalala, they'll be, you know, Kalala top the table now. If you're fair going for Swinford now to beat the two teams and top the table and week one week, you know, they'll deserve to get to the quarterfinal spot. But uh, yeah, they're very strong. I, I, I'd, after seeing them in the flesh now, I was very impressed with them. Um, and they're missing a few, so they're going to be. Uh, yeah, the new management team are making quite the impact in Swinford. They are. They're in great nick. They're in great nick, S and C wise. They're 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 big men. They're big, strong men. I have to say. I I, I went to that match earlier in the year with themselves in Charlestown, and it was a dinger. Probably yeah. the best match I attended this year. Really, that yeah. went extra time in the dome. Yeah. Um, this weekend's fixtures then, ref. We'll have a well, quick no, we'll, through them. No, we won't. Oh, we'll have the we'll we'll park three fifteen. Ardenry Sarsfields one eleven. That was a great win for Park. Comprehensive. I think Ardenry might be under a bit of pressure. Uh, Ballyhonus one eleven. Ball three twelve. Uh, good win for Ball. Ball tipping along nicely. I know Ballyhonus missing a few. I was talking to Ronan on Saturday evening, and then Kilmaine four twenty. Deal. Cross the line nine points. Two B Belmullet two twelve Davids eight point. That was a great win for Belmullet. Um, keeps them going top of the league. Davids were moving well as well, so they'll be happy enough. I think um, Belmullet the way things are going and rightly so should be up in the power rankings. We talked about the Hollymount two sixteen Burshul two twelve game and Latterdon McHale's five points. Bohol and my Davids two seventeen. That's a fair. A fair clipping, my Davids give Lahard on, and I think they are. You tipped them earlier in the year end for intermediate power rank or intermediate champions. I think it won't be a bad shout. They just seem to be moving along nicely. Two B is a good division to be in if you're 
or in Division Two, if you're an intermediate team, you know, should be competitive. Every game is competitive. There's no walkovers and that couple of tough games for them. Division Three A, Eastern Gales six seven, Ballinas Stephen Knights two seven. Good win for Eastern Gales. They a, seem to be gaining a, a bit great of momentum. win because I met Finton Ford at the Gary Moore match, and he told me there were short fourteen players with holidays. Because I said, I'll go down and watch you. He said, don't bother. We've no hope. So he threw me a dummy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what that shows you now. You need the squad depth this time of year as well. It yeah. really pays off. Swin for 2.15. Tormacady, 6 points. Talked about that already. Kilmo V, 12. Ackle, 3.9. That was a big win for Ackle. And big win at the bottom of the table. Because Kilmo V only have a point. And that's Ackle's first win of the year. So... That really puts pressure on next weekend for Ackle. If they can get another win, they can get to four points. Ballycastle on four points, and there could be someone else on four points. I'm not really were 5 1 up and lost Cahill Horn to injury and lost Dean Gibbons to injury, I think, as well. So yeah. Nothing just going right for them at the minute. Um, and then to give away a soft penalty and the game turned like Cahill Horn is such a loss to Kilmavie. I know from my time there last year how important he is to them. So yeah. Yeah, hamstring injury, so they probably won't have him now for a few weeks. And if rains a pours, ref. Ah, uh, who are you talking to? Um, sh- what else is I up there Westport. now? Westport eight points. Kalala two twelve. Big win for Kalala. Going to Westport Saturday evening game, and uh, you know giving them a good a, a good a good beating. But apparently it was a lot closer and scoreline suggests. So Kalala are moving really well this year. You know they're tipping along nicely. They have some really dangerous forwards. I think Kalala Arda have a serious chance of making uh, a semi-final. They could catch. They could catch one of the top four out. It's the gap seems to be narrowing a bit. In yeah, the... I think last year we talked there was only four teams really. In yeah. the junior, I think this year could be gone to six or seven. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, there's a lot of really good footballers. We, we were talking about it today, um, the few of us, about all the footballers in junior. You have Jared Joyce, Justin Healy, Michal Ford, Liam Moran, uh, Evan Cawley. You know, there's some really dangerous forwards, and, and the Kalala for forward line is as dangerous as any of them because there's three really good forwards inside. So, Jeff Pace. They have. Um, then the, the, the bottom leagues, um, walk over, walk over, Brafie B won, uh, 4B, Mike Gowna lost to Charlestown, 116. Uh, one thing I mentioned, Charlestown, Lewisburg, um, you'll love this one for a story. Jerry McLaughlin was on holidays in America, got his housemate to drop his gear bag to the pitch and landed at half time on the way back from the airport. Um, and talked out. Surprise about Jerry, would it? No, no. Brilliant, brilliant story. And then was below my gown as well in the morning on Sunday morning, but didn't even get a game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Yeah, like these four A, four B, five A and five B. Oh, they're all walkovers. Belmullet one nine, Kilfine twelve points. It's a draw. Ardebekilala. Uh, but them well, yeah, that was ordinary yeah, bit lacking. Bit lacking. Just on the lacking riff when we're talking about, it, I think you put a tweet up tonight. Uh, their thoughts are with the family of Paddy Connor and everyone in lacking. 
Uh, I know I was down there last year, met Paddy, an absolute gentleman, and uh, the main man for everything in Lack and, and trying to keep things taken over against probably the tide of immigration down there. So uh, very sad news out of Lacken today and her thoughts with everyone down there. Absolutely. Um, I want to say the exact same thing as well to, uh, to anyone that's listening, especially if anyone related or friendly or close to Paddy and uh, anyone that knew him or the people that deal with him. I hope, uh, I hope it, you know, he was a big part of Lacken and that, that, that they, they keep it going. And, and, and um, yeah, look, it's a tough one. Yeah. And other thing, last year, uh, I was at the Clamoris Davids Championship match shortly after the stuff that was going on in Lacken. And there was Paddy doing umpire with uh, John Walker. So, uh, a man to give an awful lot to me, OG. Yeah. See when you're down below on that that level too, it's it's probably not as noticeable as 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 the big clubs, and and you're probably doing twice as much work as well. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, condolences to to all involved, and um, was sad to see someone involved so deeply involved with a club pass pass away. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Mayo Gales three seven, Shrewl one twelve, and Castle Bar two ten, Kilmina eighteen points. Yeah. Um, Kilmina have numbers, Ref. They're, I'd be very interested to see how they do in the intermediate championship this year. I think they'll make a quarter final. Oh, they will. They will. Well, I think they will. Yeah. I think they will. I think they're good enough. I think they're good enough. Uh, I think Kilmina, it just shows you like Bal done the same thing. They went up fairly, fairly quick and done well. Um, and Baller senior now, and Baller moving nicely, moving nicely. So it it, it just goes to show you. Yeah. And Kilmaine made the semi final last year. They did, they did, they yeah. did it right. Yeah, I forgot about that. We have an under nineteen competition on at the moment on a Tuesday night. There's games played tonight, ref. Big ask for clubs to have players playing under nineteen. I look at Clamaris, they've under nineteen. Tonight, they have junior, Thursday night, they have senior the weekend. Is there too much football at this time of the year with lads gone away? No, no. I, I, the under-19s is, is, is an extra competition and I don't think if you won it or lost in it, it's not It's not about, um, I don't think it's, no club is, they're used as developmental and you're in between that gap gap of 18, 19, maybe you're not making a junior team, you're not making your senior team, it's just a bit more football, if you can feel the team, go out and play the game, uh, it's an easy thing to get somebody to manage as well, because it's only a couple of games during the summer, so, you know, you'd be working with the senior manager and you won't even have training, so if there's a couple of games there, if, if clubs want to play them, let them play it, and it's better than training for them. Cross my line a bit, Ballinar it, but, but probably Ballinar, a lot of them players are probably um, training with the senior team. Yeah, cross the line. There's, there was a great game last week with Castlebar and Davids. Castlebar got a last minute goal. Um, Davids are pretty strong at that level, and Clamoris, I think, are in that same division. Um, yeah, this weekend, Linda, we'll start oh, at the bottom. Weekend, right. I have them up here. Ballycastle against Westport. Never back against Ballycastle at home. Okay. 
Are we going to write these down? Are we going to keep? You can write them today, ref, because I have no pen here. Oh, you've no pen either. Hold on a sec. Grab one there. I'm going with Westport. Oh, it's Ballycastle at home. Ballycastle need the win. Westport need the win. Try and get a page in my diary now. So back and full these days because I'm so busy. Um, uh, Jesus. I'm going for a walk over in, uh, every <laughs> game in the lower divisions, Ref. I'll, I'll do well. So I'll just go Ender and me. So you're going Ballycastle? Yeah. I'll go Ballycastle. Interesting, the polls are going with 65% with Westport. Oh, I didn't look at the polls, Ref. Well, I have them in front of me this week. Yeah. <laughs> Ackle against Shrewl in Ackle. I'm going to go for an away win here. Yeah, me too. That's uh, GC. Uh, Tormacady, Kilmove. I'm going to go first this week. I'm not going to give you the opportunity to mislead me. I'm going to go for a Tormacady win at home uh, to bounce back after last week. Man and Kalala against Swinford. Yeah, I didn't hear your tip there. Kilmove. Okay. Uh, Kalela against Swinford. I'm going to go for Swinford. Ender goes with Swinford. Um, I'm going to go with Swinford, but just about. It's yeah. below and Kalela. I thought, about, I thought about the draw there, to be honest. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. with the draw. Okay. Just Kalala down there. It's a tough place yeah. to go. Shrewl versus Westport. So Westport are playing twice next weekend. So Shrewl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go for Shrewl at home. Going for Shrewl in two games. And I'm going to go with Westport. No, I'm going to go. No. <laughs> the senior team will be playing on the, the Saturday. Yeah, I mean, none of them playing. No. <laughs> Whatever tends to happen this Sunday, the very little on the Friday. Not more B against Balacroy. Not more B against Balacroy. I will go for not more. Yeah. Castlebar B against Arda. I will go for Arda. Yeah, so am I. They're flying. Great to see it. Brendan Carr, another footballer that's... Another very good footballer. Ah, I seen him last year. By God. Um, Ballina, Stephen Wright's B against Bunny Conlon. Bunny. Bunny, Bunny. Same. I have Castlebar B against Ballacroy and twice. Oh, no. Castle... Ballacroy. Ballacroy and Castlebar B. I'll go for Ballacroy at home. On a Thursday night. Hmm. Castlebar could load up, but I'll take the chance. I'll go for Billy Cry at home. So I'll go Castlebar. Just level up. Davids Island eighty. This game is a Davids. You forgot Bunny and Knockmore, ref. I'm going for Bunny. Bunny twice. Two wins yeah. for Bunny. Yeah. And I go Davids as well. Island eighty have beaten. Da- have they beaten Davids a few times in the league? Have they been a bogey team for them? Or am I? Yeah. You're right, but I still fancy Davids this occasion. Okay. Kilcommon, Holly, Hollymount, Caramore. Ooh. In Kilcommon. Uh, <laughs> it's, right. it's just Neely back. I'm 
gonna go for Hollyman Caramore. Okay, I'll go with Kilcommon because it's below. Darren Cohen won't be scoring eight points. No, but uh, Stephen Cohen might mark. Just Healy. Because, yeah. I think they got a couple of injuries too. Uh, I heard one of the Murphy lads that they do is cruciate. That could be oh. bullshit now. That, that I could be getting that completely wrong. Okay. Wouldn't be our first time with bullshit on this podcast. No, Burrishul lettered on. That's a great game. Uh, Borshul very impressive last week against Hollymount. Lahardon don't Struggling. seem to be going well, so I'd be going for a Borshul win. I will too. It's in Burrish too. The next one is the game of the weekend, maybe at any level. But all of my Davids by Muller. Yeah, that's going to be a classic. And I'm going to go for my Davids because they're at home. Ooh. I'll go up Ben Muller because just to mix it up. Mm. Kilmina, Bally Hornets. This will be a nice game. Yeah, I'm going for Kilmina. Oh, Kilmina. That's at home. Kilmina lost to the lose last weekend. The Neil bet them. And someone else bet them the week before when they're picking up their medals. They need a win, so I'll go Kilmina as well. Um, Cross Malina Park. Park. Park as well. Val Kilmaine, another dinger. Oh, great game. I'll go for Bal. Me too. Uh, Arden Ree against the Neil. I'll go for Neil. Mayo Gales, Bal and Tubber. This, th- 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 this is a spicy derby. There's no love lost between <laughs> these two teams. I'm this going is draw. ultimate spice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for a draw. Yeah, me too. Um, Kilchamar, Kiltane. I'd go for Kilchamar, just my theory on Kiltane away from home, even though they won in Ballantubber. That's mine too, Kilchi as well. Kilchamar and Castlebar versus Westport. Uh, draw. Oh, I'll go Castlebar. Seabear. Ballon Road, Brafey. Brafie. Oh, Brafie as well. Big game, Peter Ford against his old club. Peter yeah. will be up for that one. Lewisburg against Ballinar, right? This is the, I suppose, Brafie are 91%. Ballinar, 91% of the people voted for Ballinar in this one. And Lewisburg at home. I don't think many, have many of them Ballinar lads that took the spin out, out near Runa? It'll be close, but Ballinar will win. Okay. I'll go with a draw. Um, not more, Clamaris. Not more. Same. They're going to want to get back on the horse. Gary Moore, not more. Gary Moore struggled with the blanket defence. They struggled with it last week. And if they're the blanket last week, they'll have the full quilt this week. Um, <laughs> I will still go for Gary Moore because I think they, they'll want to get back on the horse. They will. Ahamore are unbeaten, aren't they? I'm going to go draw there, yeah, because they yeah. will be pigs. They'll be sitting back. And then it's Bala against Charleston. I'm going to go for Bala's first win of the year. Where is that? In Bala. I am going to go with Bala too, just to make that group interesting. 
even though I was drinking in Charles on the weekend, but that's one that doesn't get you the win. Doesn't get you. They didn't buy any free stuff. Jesus, no, I got a few drinks. I was at Derek Ryan myself the weekend, ref. Would you believe? Where was that? In Mullahorn Parish Hall. What? Oh, not Mullahorn GA field. Sorry, not Parish. What the fuck brought you up there? Uh, it's a, it was a fundraiser and I went up to... For you or the club? <laughs> no, ref, that's your job, not mine. <laughs> um, yeah. Good idea, country music weekend. Did three nights of it. I was only fit for one. Wasn't fit for one. I couldn't watch the rugby the next morning. I was still a little bit inebriated. Did you not watch it? No. Oh, I was there. It was in, on in front of me, but I couldn't really see it. Was it Ireland's greatest sport and achievement? Somewhere in the top fifty, I'd have said uh, they won a challenge match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'd be in between two. I, the sensationalism and the, yeah. the the you're what you're saying. I'd be halfway between the two of them. It was good for what that group, you know, beat New Zealand. But that, uh, wasn't, yeah. that wasn't a great New Zealand team, and it's the World Cup next year. I mean, we're probably going to get them in the quarterfinal, and they're probably going to absolutely destroy us in the quarterfinal. Until that team wins a quarterfinal, I'm not. I'm not giving them full fucking whack because. I'm sick following them and getting my hopes up and then they just, uh, they fail to deliver when it matters. It'd be like saying, Ref, that uh, if pick two clubs, if um, that would be close to their different levels. Uh, I was going to say Termicady and Westport, but I won't say that because Termicady have a proud history. Say, say Kim McVie played Charlestown in the challenge match. And bet them in the challenge match. Is it the the greatest thing in their history? I don't think so. No, but they'd go on the beer. I'm sure they'd be very happy at winning. They'd be very happy, but it's not the greatest thing in their history. They won a junior B title a couple of years ago. Win a couple. They won a senior title, did they not? Amalgamation. Amalgamation, yeah. But on their own, they won a junior B a couple of years ago. I would say if Ireland uh, winning a Grand Slam is a bigger achievement, just for me. But I know it's something that that they have. A hundred years of losing challenge matches in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 they love, they love the sense. I think everything is fucking ramped with sensationalism now. It's in every fucking sport. Now I tell you, did you watch the hurling final? Yeah, it was good. I, the first half was very enjoyable. I watched it. Yeah. And fuck me, pink. They never led once. It you never thought they were going to lose, did you? No, no. It was like they were arms at... Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Mayo playing Dublin the last decade and Dublin were just always keeping them at arm's length. And even the way Kilkenny, when they celebrated, when the goals were in, there was still a point or two behind. Like it was, They were catching up to to their coattails every time and then Kilkenny went or Limerick went down the field and got a couple of scores but the way people talking was the greatest final of all time well fuck me Pink if that was the greatest final of all time I don't think I want to watch another one there was I don't I didn't think there was any doubt in that game it didn't look to me anyway it looked like Limerick were 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 way better way better now unless Kilkenny snuck a couple of goals at the end that's the only way they were going to get it but they didn't lead once in that game not once. Yeah, but every every sport, uh, the British Open was the best finish ever in the golf. I didn't watch that. I yeah, seen that some yeah. Australian fellow won it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Every sport, because the journalists have to 
uh, make a living so the sensationalized uh, this w- will be without doubt our greatest podcast ever <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the heading yeah that's the heading that's yes. the heading that is the title of the podcast there now I'm going to write that down the greatest without doubt our greatest podcast ever yeah the pen has stopped working I won't forget it I won't forget it Um. No expense spared in our ref towers, ref. No, blue biro. I need to get a new one. Now, uh, quick mention of the ladies, ref. Um, I will. I again. I was still a little bit inebriated at that time. Kerry just bombarded them with high balls. From my viewing of it, and we didn't cope. Yeah, the third goal was a killer. With yeah. the keeper let it in under or between her hands. Um, you can't be conceding goals at that. Like they kept with them with scores and points, and I thought yeah. some of the Mayo finishing was excellent. Mm. Uh, very hard for Mayo to compete when you're down your five forwards, but that's that's the game they're playing in now. So um, they bled an awful lot of young players, and I see he it was nice. He brought on all the young ones um, with five ten minutes to go, all the younger players in the squad. So it, it's. Um, Given them the experience of, of of Crow Park, I don't think it should have been in Crow Park, Enda. I don't think it should have been at that time. Yeah, I suppose um, the All Ireland weekend. It should, it should have been on in Ennis semi final, even a club ground. You know, like what was the crowd that was at that game for double? It wasn't big. You would have been, been better off below in Ennis for that game, and there'd been a bit of an atmosphere. And it's an easy pitch to get to for Mayo fans. Hopping the carrier down the M17, no panic on you. Then yeah. going up to fucking Dublin for fuck's sake. But I suppose it's to let the players experience playing Crow Park, is their thinking. Yeah, but let them experience it to get to a final. I, I think Michael Miles and his management team have done well. And they have. Big, good, I didn't big think they'd make team. semi-final this year. Like, all you can ask is a man, of a management team get the most out of them. Get the most out of them. I thought the most to get out of that team was getting to a quarter-final. So, uh, I'd, I'd have to say when you outperform expectations now, that's my expectation. Maybe he had a bigger expectation, but my expectation was a quarter-final. So, uh, I'd say Michael has done a very good job this year. Yeah. Um. So the ladies' league continues this weekend. I know we're playing Kilmavi, so uh, I'm sure. Is that up there in the? Mm-hmm. It's in it... Hollymount. So. Um. The county players will slowly make their way back. I'm sure some of them will probably go on holidays this week. It's been a long year for them. Yeah, I have to say there's an awful amount of matches in ladies football. It caught me by surprise. My first there's time. There's three leagues. There's the Memorial League, then there's the league, and then there's the championship. Yeah, there yeah. is an awful lot of football, which is probably a good thing. It's better than training, ref. Way better than training. Yeah, way better. Um, but um, Caroline Curd is getting the talk up here in uh, um, Brendan Maher on Caroline Curd's influence in fostering a winning culture. She lives in Kaluni. Could we ever convince her to take the trip down to Mayo? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, slightly controversial. She's not playing. Uh, I'm sure she, <laughs> she she adds a lot mentally to the Limerick team. 
But is that not what we're struggling with, Enda? Are we not struggling mentally? Are we, do we, we not have the we, talent we, there? I think we, we do. Not, are we not struggling to put the ball over the bar, Ref, from Blaine? But, maybe, but what, what's it that puts it out? They'll kick, they'll kick it off them Caroline, scores. Does Caroline Corrin kick it over the bar for them? Well, she may, maybe... They're, she they're, helps they, mentally. They'll kick, they'll kick them points over the bar all day at training, I've no doubt. They'll probably kick them with their eyes closed. Maybe... maybe, maybe well, look, this, this, look this way, right? right? Yeah. Every time someone seems to win something and she's there, they keep fucking talking about her after the match and in the speech. So that there must be something in it. Ah, it's, yeah. But, but unless here, she's right? a hypnotist yeah. and she's yeah, uh, I'm, I'm also hearing but Paul Kinnerk is the genius in the camp. They're all geniuses when you win. When you win, everyone involved. I'm sure the water boy is the best water boy in Ireland too, Ref. When you win... Everyone is brilliant, and when you lose, everyone is useless. Unfortunately, that's yeah. the way. That's the way Irish sport works, and world sport works. The the winners are the geniuses, and the losers are no good. I, I'm sure she's excellent at her job. Well, I, I, I'm I'm sure that they are paying for psychologists, Mayo, and that there is mind gurus and everything else that's involved. So. Yeah. Maybe that's what we maybe, need. Maybe if she spoke to her manager, told, got him to let the players kick the ball and add time, that was where <laughs> she could make a huge impact on male football. But maybe maybe she'd install that belief that maybe that they should go to the manager and say, do we need to do this? Or, you know what I mean? I actually I actually was there uh, with a talk with her before. When I was involved with Omar Gale, she came in for an evening to talk to us. No. Years did ago, you, did you win the championship? We got to the semi final. <laughs> did you win the championship? No, so our magic I, didn't work on you. It wouldn't, I don't think. I don't think 10 Caroline Curds would have if, if the Lord himself came into that dressing room, you wouldn't have won all Ireland. No. Come here, I have no doubt Caroline Curd is excellent at her job, but uh, it's always whoever's involved with the winning team is the flavor of the month at the time. But why is she involved with so many winning teams? Big. Because him who pays the piper calls the tune ref, and Limerick have the money to pay for who are seen as the best people in their field. Right. And she's seen at the best in her field. Paul. So wh- why don't we get the best? best of, uh, oh, so why don't we get there. Paul Kinnerick as well? Why, why not? don't we just get? Why don't we get John Kiley up and manage a football team? Could work. Yeah, it could work. So why not try but, it? But but the the one thing we're missing is JP McManus to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we could get JP McManus up, I would say take take him as well. But I'm making this point all the time, ref. Unless you're investing heavily in your teams, we we debated this the last year. You said we should cut back on investment. Limerick ain't cutting back on investment. I think no. I said we should invest more in underage. In underage and not in yeah, but to do that you'd have to cut. You'd have to cut from the senior team. Yeah, but I think that it's the 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 magic is in the word investment. You're getting an investment on your return in years to come, and maybe you won't have to spend as much on your senior team because the players are already developed and that the best resources are put into these lads and that we keep them and that we bring them up through the system and that they're already built like fucking brick shit houses when they get to senior level and they're not spending 50,000 a year on physios and patching up lads all the time. The science uh, is there. I'm sure the Limerick physio is the best physio in Ireland too. 
and their SNC coach. I, I, for year, for the last couple of years, I was hearing about this Polish guy that was with Galway that went to Limerick. He was the best SNC coach. I'm hearing Paul Kinnerick is the best coach. I'm hearing she's the best psychologist. So they just got the best people in, and that's what in other is. words, JP invested in the best people in their field. But did this not happen ten years ago? Like they put all the structures in place at underage. But was uh, Anthony Daly not brought into? Well, he's getting credit as well. Yeah, but, the, the, but yeah. It, it hurling works differently too, though. It's just it's it's bulk, isn't it? And then skill them up. Like. That that is the point I make and invest in the best people. And will you go out and get your McGuinness and win in All Ireland? Oh no, I'd rather invest in the academies to be. No. To, you get you get a better return. Yeah. You're not going to win in All Ireland with Jim McGuinness because it's not going to happen. It's not happening in the. It's there's more of a chance of Caroline Curl coming into Mayo than there is a fucking Jim McGuinness taking. Oh, I, I agree with you. There's more of a chance because uh, I I don't believe. If we we will go for an outside manager, I believe we'll go for the handy option, the lad that can be controlled. That's what I believe. Right. But uh, my point is, JP McManus invested in the best people. Are we willing to invest in the best people in Mayo? Are we willing to invest in the people that the county board think they'll be able to control? Who knows? Find out next week on the RF podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're the one who started this in the Caroline Corrid ref. <laughs> just it was just something that was brought up to me by a very, very astute footballing genius outside the county said it to me. And I, thought, I see hmm. I see John Casey asking about Paul Kinner just on Twitter this week. Another yeah. member of the backroom team. It's it's like Tomas O'Shea, I do quote it all the time when they were in the noughties when they were losing to Tyrone. If Tyrone started Irish dancing at five o'clock in the morning, Kerry would have to start at four o'clock because Tyrone <laughs> were the winners. So you copy the winners. When Jim McGuinness brought in the mass defence, everyone copied the mass defence. We're a copycat culture, this country, in all sport, but especially GA. Okay. So uh, I think you should have a, another word with Caroline and bring her into Tormacady and I'll back you to win the Junior Championship round. Financially <laughs> back us. <laughs> <clears throat> but you it's interesting. It is a very interesting topic. Uh, the role finances play in the success of teams. Well, it is an obvious correlation, isn't it, really, so with Dublin? There's and... huge correlation. But Dublin, you look at... But even look at, in club football. The club is to invest in their teams. I'm not saying pay fortunes, but invest in facilities and um, people. It's well worth it. It's well worth it, any club, to be putting your con- concentrating most of your efforts in the underage. I agree. But it's, the problem is, it's the chairman that will be judged on how the senior team are doing yeah. now. And, and, and in club or county, everything is judged on the performance of the senior team unfortunately yeah. now if a minor team gets to all ireland by jesus we'll jump on a bandwagon and we did <laughs> but <laughs> we had doctors. In, in the first round of the championship there was, uh, i didn't see mayo social media littered with good luck messages to the minor team in the first round of the championship but yeah. the, the week of the final every tom dick and harry in the county was wishing them good luck Impulsive. where were them people before the first round Aristotle's the same. It's always the same. Yeah. It's copycat culture. 
<laughs> Rep, uh, you're, you're picking up on my phraseology. Yeah. Uh, any other crack, Rep, before um, we go? No, I don't think so. Week on week with the leagues now. So it's busy, busy. And then quarterfinal August bank, or the week after the August bank holiday weekend. And if you don't make them, you're into challenge matches for two weeks, and then you're cooling down for a week for a championship. It's the season is nearly it's nearly on yeah. us, like it's mental how quick it's gone. That the 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 constant round of league games and uh, I know all the giving out we've done about it, but the timing of them maybe when they are in the year, but it has. I you know Rona made this point last year. You don't be thinking about that when you're in the fucking trenches and you're in the bubble of preparing week on week. Like the summer has flown for for me and involved with Tormakady. It's just non-stop. Like I was couldn't believe it today. When I was writing the day twentieth of fucking July tomorrow. So this month is fucked now. Week Sunday's coming up. So once week Sunday happens, the game is the game is over. The summer's over, and then September is going to be taken up with championship and. <laughs> Do you know, like it's it it, it, it it is hard to get time now, ref. I haven't had a time to like anything, anything. Like I don't even you don't plan anything yeah, because your life your life is taken over. I'm sure you see this year with your involvement with Terry McKeady and your other bits and pieces you do that uh, your life is consumed by it. It is completely and utterly like I've had absolutely no life this year. But you're squeezing in nights out then here and there, but you're you're just chasing. You're only going doing it because you need to blow a bit of stress or blow the valve open for a while just to, you know, it's rush, rush, rush. And I promised myself I wouldn't do this come back after COVID with the with the. Do you know how like things were so relaxed and you'd have nothing on the weekends? Like I promised myself I'd never go back to that rushing and racing. And here I am. Fucking half quarter ten, quarter eleven at night, up at six in the morning for work, doing a fucking podcast, talking shite about football. <laughs> but we love, we love it. We love it. We love it. We fucking love it. We fucking love it. Most of the time. Most of the time. Um, what else is going on now at the moment? There's nothing else. The hurling is finished up. Thank God. Won't have to deal with that. What did you make of Don Lowe's comments about trying to get more life? Were they, were they, are they just looking for another feather co- in his own nest? Yeah, yeah. I thought that. I thought that. That was a general reaction from the public as well. Yeah. Uh, when is the uh, women's championship end? The club championship. No, it's a long way off yet. It's nearly the same time as the men's ref. Okay. Okay. So. Um, have you yeah. have the championship drawn been done for that? No. Or? No. How does that work? F- groups of four, is it? It's groups of, what is it? Yeah, I think it's four, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just no draw made as of yet, but I'm sure it'll be made shortly. So we can see who, who's playing. Oh, um, also, of another sponsor on board for the club championship. This is a good one. Willie Barrett, Willie B's buses from uh, Cross Malina was in, was in touch, and they are willing... And they have offered to sponsor a bus for a night out for the teams that win the junior, intermediate, and senior championship. So, if you win the county title this year, Willie B is going to bring you out for a night out and uh, on the bus. That's a great prize. And you have to go to Belmullet. That that would really make the prize. Yeah. No, no, I don't know what the story, but yeah, he said he'd, he'd sponsor a bus. For I tried ringing him today, but his phone was off just to find out. But he he got in contact on Instagram and said that he sponsor a, a a prize for 
the winners the junior intermediate and senior so if you do manage to win that land that county title um make sure to get on to me after the county final and we'll uh, he won't affair to go uh, Belmullethin to Knockmore, Belmullethin to Foxford, and maybe Belmullethin to Kilcommon. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll probably be Swinford, but we'll say Kilcommon, it won't be too bad. They're diesel, the price of it. Yeah, it might be gone down a bit, but then it's not correct. It's not coming down as quick as the fucker went up, is it? No. It, it's 199 tonight in Clamoris, I feel tonight in Paul Hunt's service station in Clamoris, ref, 199 good price. Uh, <laughs> that is on the holidays, he's a little bit dearer. Do you go, uh, do you go, do you get that now for 199 a little bit less for mentioning Paul Hunt's? Uh, no, I, I, I haven't learned your tricks yet, ref. <laughs> I'll soon have them as good as you. Yeah, the Shurugan Carab Lotto, by the way, is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll have to monetize this like you, Ref. I've we'll, we'll be up in uh, we're, we're up there now in the last well, the one. One last, last thing, Ref. I am actually going to ask for something. I've never ever asked for anything, but I'm going to ask for something tonight. I, as of yet, I have no ticket for All Ireland. I'm willing to pay for the ticket, folks. I'm not looking for a freebie. I'm just looking for a ticket that I can pay for. My man that looked after me for 20 years has retired from his job. He's no longer able to get me a ticket for All Ireland finals. So anyone out there, I'd really appreciate it. I'd like the day out, but and I will pay. Now, so you can sort out ender with a ticket for the final if it'll you go can down contact me on any of the social media platforms i'm on them all and on some of them too much only fans <laughs> no not on that one yet nobody would want to see this belly ref <laughs> you'd be surprised you'd be surprised uh no better the week last week hopefully there'll be something on the ireland final i'll try and pick out some bet i oh the ireland final ref before we go. <laughs> <laughs> before we go Timmy Minahan will be very disappointed if I don't blow up Kerry. Yeah. I think Kerry win this match five to seven points. I think who, Gaul will perform. Who do you want to win? Um, don't mind. There's a, there'd be a little bit of irony that if, if Gaul came from nowhere and won one, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think yeah. uh, Kerry will win five to seven points. I think some, it'll be close for a while. There were some very disgruntled people in Charlestown who were, weren't happy with your uh, comments about if Mayo had beaten Galway, they'd be in an All-Ireland final. Oh, they would have. Oh, that's not bad. I, 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 I hope Galway... Who beat us on the other side? Who would have beaten us? Uh, sure, Monaghan were... Armagh? Stinkred Rotten. Armagh would have bet us. No. Yeah. They wouldn't beat us in the league in Roscommon. I read that things were different back then. Yeah. We didn't realise no. fuck. The, the, what people don't realise is that the standard of football isn't that high and there's only a few Division 1 teams that can win all Ireland. You've seen Derry. Jesus Christ. Do you think Derry were going to beat us? I don't know. I think... Yeah, I hope Galway do it to fuck. I, I really... I was in Ballon Robe last Saturday, or Saturday before and the amount of people that were crying about Galway in the final now, blah, 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 blah. If people in fucking Mayo were as annoyed about lo- we were about losing Fall Ireland finals as they were about Galway getting to one, we'd be in a lot better place. Yeah. Let them have it. Let them yeah, I, I, I won't be a bit disappointed if doing it. I just don't. And I know it. it's 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 South Mayo along the border. It's a lot more intensified. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just don't think they'll win it. But uh, if they won it, it wouldn't bother me too much. No. 
Apparently, it really annoys them in the border town, like true, like that they be, they all come over. Yeah, well, they do rub it in. I'd like, say I the know... same will happen. The same will yeah. happen in um, more looks in Tormacady. Like yeah. there'll be a lot of people that support Galway that come over and rub it in, and fucking rightly so. I hope they rub it in rightly because fuck it, they have to do what they deserve it. I have to give, you know, have to, yeah, I have to give them Paul Hunt uh, the mention there a better mention. My coffee spot in Ballandine and Danny McHugh's Spar and Supermax were going for the coffee. <laughs> I do notice a lot of Galway jerseys the last couple of weeks that normally you wouldn't see in there. So they do like to rub it in, ref. Ah, they do, and and rightly so, rightly yeah. so. Sure, I'm driving at Roscommon lads all the time, and there's absolutely no need for it at all. And they like it too. That's a bit of crack. It's a bit of crack. Riff, we're an hour and a half talking here. Yeah. Time to, to go. go. Well, yeah. All Iron final. So, um, Kerry. Are you are you going to finish with up Galway today? Or? <laughs> no, I'm nice. <laughs> no, not that fucking nice. Up Mayo. Up Gary Moore. <laughs>